0: hey what's up you guys <laughs> hey what's up you guys welcome back to our youtube channel yeah how are you doing today oh it's not youtube <laughs> just kidding welcome back to our podcast don't forget to like and subscribe hit that notification bell <laughs> smash, that- <laughs> smash that button and answer our questionnaire at the end of this yeah which i just keep forgetting about and didn't know existed really kind of but thank you casey Casey, thank you for answering some of those questions. Weird responses, but we appreciate it anyway. Not weird responses at all. Staples. Staples is a ghost story. Okay. Um, not anymore. If you want to like return items through Amazon, you have to go through Staples only. Period. Which is why it's a ghost town. It's not a ghost town. It's like literally like a hot spot now. Well, now. Not before. I don't know what his idea it was to be like, let's not send people to the UPS store, but instead to Staples. It fucking sucks. Great idea. Anyway, I also want to give a shout out to my buddy William. Well, Hello. Will. oh, Will. Hey, Will. He, I've known Will for many years, actually. He used to be the working guy for my job, and then he was the working guy for my condo. And then they gave him the boot. Well, they didn't give him the boot. They gave him a new route. Which was total BS and we're all still mad about that will. So we stand in solidarity with you here at the podcast. Um, and I also want to give a shout-out to your friends. Mad shout out. Yeah, mad shout out. To my friend? Yes. Why I met everyone? Well listen to except Casey. You know what? The only motherfucker (laughs) I didn't meet was Casey. But wait, so for those of you that listen to the pod. You know, long timers. (laughs) Over the summer, I was freaking out because I thought they were all going to go see Barbie and I was too scared. But then, Talia had a little Halloweener party and I thought, you know what, I'm going to come. And I'll meet all her friends. And I was psyched and I didn't tell her what I was going to dress as. Mm -hmm. And no one told me what they were going to dress as. And so, I said, what time is the party size? She says seven, which already I'm like, oh God, I'm old. You know, like, I did that back in the day. Parties used to start at 10. I understand. I understand. Well, I think I went around 8 o'clock. Maybe. I think so, yeah. And I was dressed as Pastor Barbie. Love that. Yep. And um, there was a priest there. There was a priest, Chris. Chris was a priest who was marrying Brynn. Yeah, they're getting married. Yep. They're getting married together with each other. I think she was dressed as the devil, or they were dressed as the devil. Yeah, they were dressed as the devil. Sorry, Brenda, I know you go by they them. We love that. And then about an hour later. Oh, yeah, I was there for like fifteen minutes because that's all I could handle. And it doesn't mean I didn't like those people. They seemed really great. But yeah, that's it's just all you can handle. That's a lot of people but you know who wasn't there? Friggin' Casey. Friggin' Casey, man. Then an hour later, this is what I get a text message which I didn't see right away, and it was just a picture. And I opened it, and there is a picture of Casey dressed as Jesus Christ. And I was like, are you fucking serious? She did it for you. I know. <laughs> that bitch was two hours late to the party. <laughs> two hours late. Fake friend, fake fan. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. You get to meet her on Friday. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to go over. Um, And then maybe like a half hour later, I got a picture of a close-up of Jesus Casey crying. Then I wasn't there, and I just replied, Jesus wept. (laughs) For those religious peeps out there, you'll get that joke. It was so good. I can't believe you guys had a couple costume this year. We had a couple costume, and we were clandestine not to meet. You've never even met. Talk about cosmic. (laughs) The world trying to keep us apart. Well, it won't. It won't. Actually, it tried. Casey, she almost didn't come on Friday, too? (laughs) She's negative. But she had COVID over the weekend. (laughs) She tested negative today, so she's fine. But she tested positive on, like, Saturday night. I would have put her in a bubble suit. And she was like, I'll double mask to come. I was like, I'll do anything. Yeah, yeah. I was like, girl, this is the universe making you guys not me. You know what? But as Pastor Carolyn, and technically... Like I said, I am a reverend, and brought, I brought—I actually brought my reverend black and gold card that says the date I was ordained from the internet, uh, from the internet. But where, where there's where there's no way, God makes a way, right? Real, really, you guys, really, like actually, like actually, like it's, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, and I am really a reverend, but God makes a way when there's no way, and that is gonna be more true on Friday than. Has been a while. I really like your new glasses. Thanks. How long have you had them? Don't say three months. I'll cry. <laughs> no, I'm like longer. What? <laughs> these are not the glasses you wear. No, these are not the ones that okay, I wear. Okay, absolutely. they' like a nut bag. Yeah, no, I never wear anyway, these. I, I never wear these. The prescription's too strong and they're so dainty that I feel one wrong move and they're going to break. I like that I can see your face. That's what everybody says. I walk into work today to hand, to give the key back. And I walked in, and my boss was. She she looked at me. And she goes, "Talena, is that you?" I was like, "Yeah, it's me." She goes, "I didn't recognize you." And he's, and he's like, "It's the glasses. You didn't have giant saucers on she's your like, face. Why don't you wear these?" I was like, "Because one wrong move, and they're literally going to fall off and break because they're so they're so thin and dainty that like." But I love them so much. I love them so much too. Question. <laughs> They were wearing glasses for my wedding. Is that where you were going to say? I get that every day. You're wearing your glasses for your wedding? I am wearing my glasses for my wedding. Okay. Are they going to be these ones? I haven't decided yet. I'm probably going to order another pair. Oh, okay. I was like, no offense. I can't let you wear those big, those big chunkers. I will probably wear those for the reception and then have like prettier ones for the ceremony. But I'll probably put my big ones on for the reception yeah okay how do you feel about that question it feels like a taboo question actually it's interesting because my eye doctor even asked me the same thing she was like like everyone i talked to is asking me they're like are you wearing glasses for for your wedding i'm like yeah and they're like well i mean not to like not to say that you don't look good like with or without glasses but like why and i was like well because i genuinely don't like the way i look without glasses it's just because you're not used to it. I'm not used to it. I grew up with glasses, so it's, like, anything different. Like, Joe loves me without glasses. You like, have a beautiful face. He's obsessed. And he's, like, whenever you don't have glasses, like, it just, he's just, like, whoa. Like, he gets it done. You should surprise him. And not put glasses on. are you going to do first Slug? I can't see. Did I, t- you're, like, I'm <laughs> blind. Like, I won't be able to see anything down the aisle. Um, are you doing first look with him? Um, I haven't decided. I think we're doing first touch. Which is... Like around the corner? Around the corner. And then, like, we You don't want to do a first look so that, like, he breaks down with you privately instead of on the altar? I haven't decided. Because, because I think he would he would break down. Not break down. He would tear up on the altar. I watched Brenna get dressed, took pictures with her, did everything before she walked down the aisle. We were separated for maybe 10 minutes. And you still cried. And I cried through that yeah. little ceremony. I'm in the background of every video and just, I know I thought <laughs> I'm pulling tissue out of my tits like <laughs> yeah I think I so I know for sure I want to read private vows like separate okay but obviously we'll have the photographer there but other than that I haven't decided whether it's going to be a first look or a first touch yet I don't know because it's so like it's a lot of I feelings. I still want it is a lot of feelings, but I still want some kind of tradition. Cause I my weddings yeah. are already not traditional. Okay. So I still want some kind of tradition of being like the first time that you see is walking down the aisle, I think. Because it's so big and it's so grand. Yeah. The song I have planned out, the big barn doors open. He's gonna sit him And bed. it's like I'm gonna pass out. You're gonna It's <laughs> gonna be over there and you're just gonna be like, on the ground. Just, just feel like, I guess we can't get married. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, I mean, I, I mean, you've got you this you to be a lot, but like, we'll you're gonna. There. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're gonna be right next to it, I and know. I get to see both of your reactions at the same time. Like, it's not like you're gonna be in the audience. Like, You'll, I know. Like, I. That's so. You and I will be dead center with each other. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. And now, like, looking back, I genuinely hate myself for not recording the time that I asked you to do I'm that. I'm so mad. Because, like, I genuinely... It was an accident. Know. No, it was. It was. Because, like... I think we haven't told the pod. No, we haven't. I mean, we can. I feel like we should because I don't think... I don't think any... Yeah. The people who listen to this are not people that would use it against us. Right. Unless the off um, chance they listen to this one, you know... Which... I don't think they've... Watched. I don't think so, so either. So, okay, you guys. So, we know a lot of the same people. And we're going to see some of those people at the wedding. But what nobody knows, except for the friend group. Yes. They were told. And my family. One day, I was, I'll was i tell you a story. One day, I was sitting here. We were scrapbooking or some corny crap. And uh, Talia said something like, blah, 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 my maid of honor. I was like, like I'm totally cool with whoever you want as your maid of honor. But you were... Sh- taken back you told me because you told me I was your maid of mine. Right. I was so honored right and I was like but then I was like you know what it's not my wedding it's like and I was not I was just surprised and you're like I never said that I'm like yeah you did but what you forgot was that you said that I think to keep me as a placeholder it's like don't expect to be an audience member right an audience like it's a show and, yeah right? <laughs> right so you're like no you're not my maid of honor, but I have something else for you. What did you how did she say it? I don't remember. I genuinely because I knew I saw the hurt in your face I, I after have, I said that you're not my maid of honor, and then you're like, "Well, am I a bridesmaid?" I, I didn't expect to be a maid of honor, but when you told me the right, right, honor, I was like, so honored, like in because you were like, because my family, like, right. I don't have that kind of relationship with so. I don't remember how like exactly, but I remember you saying like, well, am I a bridesmaid or like saying something like that? And I was like, well, you said, no, you're still in it or something like that. I said, you're still going to have a I think I said, you're still going to have like a significant role. But then like you just you just you kept egging on. Well, because at that point it was like, I don't know. What is it? I don't understand. Like, am I a flower? Am I this? Like, at that point, I was just like, no, you're going to officiate the wedding. I wanted. I think you said I wanted you to officiate because you said you were afraid to ask me. Yeah, which blows my mind. Well, because I know how you get in social things, and yeah. you've seen me preach. I know, <laughs> but I know who you are before you preach. Oh, yeah. I know who you are after you preach. <laughs> See, I know all the behind this scenes. Oh my god! Behind the scenes with Reverend Carolyn Carter. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I will only be for hire. After I think I, I said. Her I think I had said. I don't know all the statistics. I don't. I don't know like not statistics. I said I don't know all the legal things. Logistics. Yeah, logistics. I said I don't know what goes into this. I don't know. And you're like so because I hadn't said officiate before I started well, saying you all like the legal stuff. I was like I don't know what goes into this legally. And then you're like you're so confused. And then that's when I said I want you to marry us or I want you to officiate the wedding. And then you just Carter, will you marry? Us? Broke down crying. Yeah. And then you got mad at me because you're like, there's no recording of this! Blah, 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 blah! If there's anything people fail me on all the time, it's never recording my reaction, which is always a great recordable reaction. It's true. But I was beside myself. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is the best news ever. And I like freaked went back and forth. But the funny thing is, so there's people going to Talia's wedding are from our old church. And the fact that I'm going to be up there marrying her and Joe is, like, so much blasphemy to them. It's just going to be one of those really funny, oh, like, yeah, want, oh, if you want to record a reaction, That's uh, record that one. I was going to say, <laughs> Shannon better get on that. Oh, Shannon, yes. I hope Shannon will be my plus one or whatever. Um, um, but, yeah, so Talios will be the very first wedding that I will officiate. And we even well i forced her to do this not a <laughs> ceremony <laughs> we had a ceremony for my on the online. most dramatic yeah the most dramatic i went and i got a stole from one of the pastors in the church i went down to the memorial garden behind our church where i was baptized by the way and i made Talia- to re what did, what were you doing there's a whole video of it. There's a whole video of it where she's reading the the online form. Yeah. From the United Name, Address, Social Security. Security. <laughs> yeah. That will not be shown. <laughs> uh, we made the video even just for us, because we knew we weren't going to share it with anybody for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, This was back in March of this year, 2023. So, and she's not uh, getting married until October 24. So, we did it just for us. And honestly, like... After everything came in the mail, like you get it, it's like five, ten minutes, right. and then when you get everything in the mail, it tells you like the actual legal things that you're allowed to do with this ordination. And even though you're not like ordained to lead a church, like you can I, do a lot of things. I it's a whole book, and I I'm legally in the state of Connecticut and, and in the United States, I believe, really. Uh, I am legally allowed to marry someone, bury somebody, or baptize them. And it would be um, seen in the eyes of the law. So yeah, I will be signing. Yeah, you're on the license. marriage license. I'm on the fucking license. Yeah. I don't care. Um, but also, the funny thing about that is is, like, we did all this and made a big thing about it and took pictures after. Oh, my exactly. God. Inside the sanctuary. She, oh, my God. you made me up a ruin. <laughs> She blew up a bullet and the sun, Congrats, classy twenty twenty. <laughs> so I posted on Facebook and people, like hundreds of people were like, Wow, congratulations, Carolyn. Like they and I did the app, like at first it was for fun, and then I didn't have the art to tell people, like I mean, I'm not leading in church or anything. Like I just paid forty dollars and got a certificate online. But it did lead me it did lead me to I say it's leading to something one of the biggest things in your life. It's it really it, it just I was on that trage- trajectory, and having you ask me to do something so official and with a timeline on it really sure. put things into perspective. And then I was like, you know what? This book says I, and the book that I got also said that I can legally start my own ministry under my name and, um, pre- like preach the way I don't know, the way I want to. Anyway, Wait. I'm getting light in here because I. Don't- Um, so that's pretty cool. In case you guys were wondering. (laughs) So in case you're wondering, I mean there's a picture up on the podcast page of Carolyn receiving her certificate in the mail. We talked about this before. It's on the pod? It's on the Instagram. Oh. Not surprised then. It was the we talked about it the episode that we went down and got that book and that. Oh yeah, God moments cause right. So anyway, I have applied to finish my undergraduate. And I'm 36 credits shot. And then I will be hopefully going to Yale Divinity School, which is offering to pay to people whatever they need, um, which is amazing because they got this huge grant. So, like, things are happening. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, I'm Carolyn Beach. I'm Talia Beach. We're at the beach. There this is The Beach House. When you don't on today's episode, we will be talking about. Yo, I hate that recap. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, it's too planned. Yeah, no. We... Like we have a slight plan, but it's like not. Nah, we're Lucy Goosey today, and that's a... we are going to do a draft, though. Oh yeah, we are okay. Right, you guys have been asking for it, raving, gotten <laughs> messages, DMs, phone calls. I've gotten hate mail and uh, things and letters in the mail that just say. Now, why hasn't there been a draft for a oh, few months? <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> well, guess what? Listen, we're busy. We're busy, but it's back. And you know what? We can't always do it every time, so... No, so relax. We have a good one today. We do. In honor of it being the week before Thanksgiving. That's... What were you thinking about? It's a candy, Lauren. Oh, we can do the candy. I was thinking Thanksgiving. Oh. Because this will be out the week of. Okay, so, yeah, set it up. Okay. We'll do Thanksgiving. Okay. I forget that it's... I know. In the future, you guys will hear this. <laughs> so go ahead. Um, We're doing a Thanksgiving draft. Yeah, but... But what? What I was going to say is that's the first... When I didn't understand what a draft was. Oh, oh. The very first video you sent me was thanksgiving foods is is the draft and that's how i came to understand and learn about draft there it is there's the story you know you so did it telling you i know so this was for you casey uh and anybody else who may be watching or listening are we gonna do three um yeah we can do three we'll do three all right i'm on three one two three hey Oh, you win. I I was counting. I should have said rock food persists. It's okay. I've never seen that before, but it's fine. It's fine. I don't know why I did that, but uh, paper feeds rock. It does. I hope you're crying, season. All right. So, uh, the number one best food of Thanksgiving is whipped mashed potato with like the Boston Market gravy. <laughs> Listen, my mother made <laughs> gravy. It was just insert the most delicious, tasty gravy <laughs> here. I could care less about turkey on. Yeah, I, I, it's not, not in my top five. Definitely not in my top five. Well, we only have top three. Well, it's not in my top three either. Okay. My number one is the stuffing. Okay. It's incredible do you guys cook your stuff in the bird i cook one box of stuffing in the bird and then we cook one outside of the bird <laughs> just in the bird is better because you have all the flavoring stuff but actually last year joe and i had our first thanksgiving here at our house and it was just two of us because everyone was sick so i you know last, last thanksgiving was the worst thanksgiving of my life it's, do you have a place to go this time yeah well like we visited my mom's house last year but, like, it was the first year that Bubbles was gone. It was, like, it was just the Did, whole thing. Your it was awful. See, yeah, that's hard. I've been through that. And so we went to, like, we went to my mom's house for a little bit, but we left because, I mean, we ate a little bit there. And then we just came back here because our turkey was in the oven while we were gone. So it was, like, yeah. it was just, it was really bad. This year we're going, I mean, as long as everyone's good until next week, we're going until, we're going see to Joe's aunt's house again. But... Um, ironically enough, we've never eaten Thanksgiving there. And we've been together for three years because, uh, the first year, uh, dinner ran late and I had to come to my grandmother's house. The second year dinner, uh, ran late and we didn't get to eat or no, 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 no. Sorry. The second year they ate before we got there. But yeah, that was a whole thing. Okay. And then last year everyone was sick. So this is the first year, God willing, that we eat Thanksgiving at Joe's family's house. Have a snack in the afternoon. It sounds like I know. So you eat your bowl, Eat will Eat more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um. But, I this is like getting off such a tangent. But last year, Joe actually made the stuffing, and it was the first time I've ever had stuffing with meat in it. And he cooked. Um. He cooked ground, ground pork, and we put the ground pork in the turkey. I mean, in the stuffing. And it was my favorite stuffing that I've had. It was it like a was it hard to cook in this little kitchen no we've always had Thanksgiving here oh, okay. so there would always be a million things in the oven and on top of the stove at one time oh, so I knew how to cook it all I know all the recipes and stuff so it all tasted the same as it would be, like with my grandma but she just wasn't here yeah but I mean we FaceTimed timed and things like that but it's just obviously not the same the first year that we stopped our family tradition it was because of the family feud. And it never went back after that. But that first year was pretty brutal. It just because when you're used to a cool house through and then all of a sudden it's just you feel very lonely when it's like just three of you. Yeah, and then everyone is Yeah. Like the town is dead, you hear nothing, like it's it was so bad. Not for a year okay, so my my aunt and my mom and we all got in the stable feet, my aunt was just eating a horrible person and my mom's like you know what I'm not coming to Thanksgiving like we're not doing Thanksgiving in other words everybody came to our house to some, my grandparents were there and we, my mom and brother and I was there and my aunt would show up with her five six kids in tow with an apple pie or a pumpkin pie so, and my mom made all the food like, right. it was insane so my mom's like you've been an asshole to me. you know in so many words my mom would never even swear at anybody but she's like well, you've been a I'm not doing this with you this year and my aunt was like, fine, whatever, we'll do it ourselves. But my aunt was really calling her boss, and my mom don't play. Mm-hmm. So my mom knew that Susan was gonna think that my mom was still gonna do it. So she graciously bought the like at Stop and Shop, they have a whole Thanksgiving no box, like it's it's pre cooked, it all packaged, all you do is heat it up, everything up. It's like a hundred bucks, okay. And my mom bought that and left it out on the porch. And when Susan walked in, my mom, I, I, we were getting, me and my brother were getting ready to go, and my cousin goes, Where are you going? And my uh, mom cried, Oh, my mom said, uh, We're leaving. And my aunt looked at her, and she was stuck. And my mom looked at her sister and was like, You did it out on the porch. Try. And we went to Foxwoods and went to the, Oh, you keep a bed. And, like, yes, that was good, but, like, you know, it just leaves that sour taste. Of course. course. And for years after that, we felt, like, these displaced people and other people. It was, like, it was never the same. But then when my mom started having Thanksgiving at our new condo, like, you know, it was a few of us. I always tended to bring some random person. Someone from work. Somebody. If I heard that somebody was, like, didn't have a You brought. Yeah. Yeah. And for the last... For the last couple of years, um, it's been different because I used to go to the Deacon's house mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving, and that's not an option anymore. So um, this year, it's going to gonna mean it's gonna my mom and me probably down at the sushi place. Yeah. Which is not as sad anymore as it used to feel, but I'll tell you, it's still, I mean, those first five years alone, I bet, were brutal because it's like you're used to having, like, my aunt had, nine kids total and then my grandma grandpa me my mom my brother and you know like it's a a lot of people how yeah no it is that's what it is at joe's aunt's house so that's i'm really excited because i still get some feel of yeah a big thanksgiving party there's a million kids running around there's at least 15 people like there's just so much going on that it's stressful while you're there but then you go home and you're like That was so much fun. Like, I wouldn't. Chaos. I wouldn't trade the world. You know what I mean? Like, and it's so. Like, this time in life is so weird because my grandmother lives in Mississippi. My sister lives in Colorado. She moved there in 2021. So it's like. People start spreading out. It's the weirdest thing. And that's what I've realized with growing up is like, you tend to work around and create your own traditions because you have no other choice. Mm -hmm. And that's when it's, like, as a kid, you think, you know, like, how did traditions become and, like, how did, they, how did these things get put into place? How did this? What started? What started it all? Mm-hmm. And now, like, being an adult and getting married and things like that and, like, thinking about family and things like that, it's, like, it's the craziest thing. Like, it's the complete 180. And it's, it's just something I never really thought I'd have to think about because I thought it would all just be handed to me. Yeah, after high school, you know... I know you didn't go to college, but, like, I, I know a lot of your friends are in are local anyway, so that's good. But, you know, when, when everybody went off to college, you just, everybody you knew scattered. Right. And then you come back, and then you get a job, and then people slowly scatter. They get a job here, a job there. Like, my best friend Shannon lives an hour away. I hate that. Yeah. But that was a terrible change. Like, as as you get older, your circle gets tighter. Mm-hmm. And it has to get tighter because you don't have time and room for every single person anymore. Yeah. And when you start getting a family, that's when people start falling away a little bit because now your first priority is your family. Right. Right. So like Max and Brenna, Brenna has a full family of a house that we could go to. And we were like, no what, we're okay with the quiet now. But for them, they're just starting their life through family. So now but now Kennedy and Miles both have to they they get to experience big Thanksgiving, right. yeah, and... and that's fine. And and we have our little holidays still, but like we're past all that; we've done that, right? You know. But I still love having like a great big Fourth of July party with them. And it's just in the winter time, I don't like to travel that much. It's just it's not the same. It's not my family technically. I do know those people, but, but it's yeah, no, it's never the but, same. But now, like since. You know, my mom will say, well, they have to do that holiday with the kids. You know, with the kids, they, you know. So, you then start making exceptions you want, whatever's best to the kids. Right. Well, Meg should be with his girlfriend, Sally, like then his fiance, Sally. And we just try to make time, but everyone knows how it is. All right. Do you have a number two? (laughs) Yeah, this is better than what we were going to talk about anyway, actually. Yeah, no, it definitely is cuz I can say so much about this. But um so my my second one. And nobody needs to come for me. Uh-oh. But are you using, like grabbers? Ew, no, okay. Say, I might I might have come for your be, or does it say like that? Creamed corn. Okay, no, that, I that I that's fair. I gave you that. I need fucking banging. I like corn. <laughs> I like corn. Um, yeah, that's. Oh, quick question. What? When you eat shepherd's pie. Okay. Do you have cream corn in it? God, I haven't had shepherd's pie in so long. I think my mom made it with regular corn, but I wear her corn. Bread, it's in the middle. Where else would it be? Like on the top? My... Bottom, where? No, what do you. Weigh oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. in, everybody. Leave your comments <laughs> Where does your creamed corn, if any, go on your shepherd's pie? And the correct answer is, I even had a poll on this on my Facebook once, okay? Creamed corn on the top. A delectable sweet treat. And bite into it. She's getting even dirty. Because that's just weird, but I respect it. It's fine. It's worth a try. It's like a sweet, There's like nothing but potatoes and paprika on the top. Oh. Now, when you can just sink your teeth into some sweet, succulent corn nugs, corn is so good. Yeah, just or not, That should have been my number one. We've always done the for like the frozen bags of cream corn, and we always got like five boxes, and then we put it into one big bowl and just microwave it, and that was our corn. But I, so good, like it's so good. I want nothing but the processed box? frozen. Oh my- it's no. so good. Oh, man. There's so many things that it's so cool to see people's food traditions. Yeah. And even if we have the same traditions, like the food differs slightly. Right. How do you cook it? Is it roasted? Is it baked? Is it... How about those people that... Uh... They Have ham instead of turkey. Well, that, yeah, but they fry the they fry the turkey. Oh my god! Yeah, the deep yeah. fried turkey. Yeah, that's the whole thing is bizarre. It's become this huge thing over the last couple of years, and it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't even care about turkey at all. So fair. What's stream number two? My number two. Uh, this is a weird one because I don't know if everyone does this at their Thanksgiving, but we've always had it. Um, Brussels sprouts. And we've had them two ways. We always had them um, roasted with balsamic vinegar, and we also had them topped with uh, nacho cheese. Nacho so, cheese? Yeah. Shannon makes an, a mean Brussels roasted brussel. Oh, she cheese. me. Oh, I love Brussels. So good. I was... Wait, hang on. I was just on track, and I was going to say something, but I don't remember. Oh, it was just a tradition. Okay, go ahead. Good story. <laughs> Sorry, no. It's a tradition that I get... I think nacho brussels. No, no, no. It was, like, something that we just did during the day of Thanksgiving. Go, go ahead. Number three. Uh, number three. So, I thing, you guys, I'm you not, know, like, big first? I struggle uh, wanting to eat food. So, when I think of Thanksgiving, I just feel that, like, dry turkey base to <laughs> And the corner of the potatoes are where it's at. And then, uh, are you going to say rolls? You sound like my sister. She only ate corn potatoes and rolls. No, I ate the meat, but I can't think of a third thing. I don't do the cranberry sauce. I have a third, but... Oh, okay. Are you- I do like a... I do like asparagus with the hollandaise sauce. Oh, I haven't had it. That's good. Is that your number three? Yeah, that's all I can think of. I'm going mac and cheese. Oh. I would never have mac and cheese? Not at our Thanksgiving. But really? really would. We always had, again, the frozen Marie Callender's Vermont white cheddar mac and cheese. White cheddar. Excellent. So <laughs> <nice. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And whenever someone says Thanksgiving, immediately my mouth just waters for... The mac and cheese, corn, and Brussels sprouts—like it's just a mac and cheese shells or noodles. So they're like a longer shell. I love that. They're not like traditional shells. Okay. They're like a longer shell, and it's a little bit tighter. So that's a different... Yeah, I don't know what the what the, the shape is called. all. So stupid. Like, I know, but it makes a difference. I know. They made this. That's why I said. You know what? I'm looking it up because it's shells. Or- it's going to make it shells or mac and cheese noodle. Way in below. <laughs> Leave a comment below. Oh, my God. Um, What do you think about pie? I don't eat pie. Any kind of pie. Do you eat cheesecake? Yes, but a little sliver, you know, to be a team player. Yeah, I don't know what those are. I know what those are, but I don't know what they're. It's It looks like a shell, but it's tighter and it's more closed. So it's like a rolled up. It looks like a Taki. It looks like a little of pot holder. Yeah. So, you guys, when it comes to desserts, here's the deal. I think we've mentioned before that Tui is a sweets and I'm a salt. But recently, I think it's fun to. Recently, we've chi- we've switched blocks. Uh, no, I love my salt forever, and amen. But uh, recently. It's not good. So anyway, recently I have decided. Well, not that you've decided. Okay, you've decided, but I've decided to stop drinking. He because... cut. Insert claps. Oops. Insert claps. Why can you? I literally can and have. Oh, <laughs> um, anyway. Um. Yes. Jesus Christ. So, I I can't wait to hear this back. If if you even look. I will. I will. Just for this part. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So, I have been having some, like, health issues. Like, not just my good old-fashioned, fun mental health, but some physical stuff going on. And I was recently diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically your body hurts in different places your joints hurts and there's nothing they can do about it they don't know why and best of luck to you and then do an acupuncture for the last year and because of therapy and all sorts of other shit but nothing's really working and it really hurts to bend over right now my lower back is pretty bad um So when my doctor said, hey, I think this is what you have, she said, there's some um, medicine that you can take. Oh, but you can't drink with it. You can't have alcohol with it. And I said, okay, but what happens if you do have alcohol with it? And she was like, um, well, eventually when we get you on a higher dose, you could stop breathing in the night. And I was like, sick, sick. So she put me on something which i didn't know existed uh you know people take uh Chantrex to stop smoking cigarettes where well they have drugs to stop drinking which like i said i didn't know i i heard that one makes you really sick and so i was like is it gonna make me really sick and she said there is one that makes you vomit violently oh was her answer and i was like Definitely will not be taking that one. Um, let my liver explode first. Thank you. Oh, my God. And um, she said the other one is pretty basic. So I don't know why everyone wouldn't just do the basic one. Like, who's Maybe. picking the one that makes you vomit violently? Making the people are really heavily addicted. Now, I'm not going to lie. I definitely drink more than I should. I would say uh, three glasses a night. Like... Not every single night, but that would be, like... for an average. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, and on the weekends, especially if I'm doing, like, a dog-sitting job, like, I'm bored. So I just... Sometimes I'll just drink a whole bottle. I don't do anything. I don't, you know, get in flights or get arrested or... But it's what they say. I don't take the edge off. But, yeah, it takes the edge off. I'm in, you know, I, I'm in pain and I have a very busy brain. So um, my wine glass is still here. Um, I will probably put Gatorade in it. I went to, so I went to, I went out to dinner with my mom a couple of times and she still gets her wine. And, um, cause we don't have supportive queens in my family and just saying, uh, right. So I, I know the, the waitresses at this place. I'm like, Mundian, can you put my Sprite in a wine glass? And she's like, yeah, totally. And I was like, is that weird? And she goes, no, people took it all the time. I'm like, for real? She, I believe it. Yeah. I'm like, it just, it makes me feel like I'm still having that drink and right. get a little spicy. So I bought a bunch of Sprites, not sponsored. Um, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, right. Um, I bought Sprites so that, because I only drink water during the day. So I needed something. Sorry, it's, it's getting cold. It's like nice wraps I needed something to like trick my taste buds. So I've been drinking soda at night and it, and it has a little sugar in it too. But that gets me to my next point. So we're on day like 16 or 17 now, you guys. And it's been pretty easy. Like I said, I don't feel like I had a really super heavy, like, addiction. I don't have withdrawals. The medicine side effects were fucking terrible the first week. Um, whenever I have a behavioral health men change, like, my brain kind of short circuits. And I didn't realize that this medication, and duh, but is actually also affecting your brain. It's blocking receptors. And so I've been pretty nauseous. The first week I was really nauseous and I just felt like absolutely butt shit. (laughs) It's been real. I just felt terrible. I was like, this sucks. Cause I have stopped drinking before in the past for like, I did like a check for like 35 days and I never went through this, but it's the, it's the medicine too. And I think, um, I think it's definitely making a difference. I don't really crave anything. I, I don't think about it. But suddenly out of nowhere, I have a sweet tooth and this had to happen around Halloween. So here we yeah. There's candy everywhere at every turn. So like doctor's offices, the literally my house your house, everyone's house, like everywhere you go where I was at the desk, there's a bot- there's some candy. Yeah. And I'm like, Don't mind if I do. And I take one. The other day I was picking up candy for Joan, my client, and um I just looked at it. I was getting her uh, lints, which oh my god, Linz. Like I said, I do like some as a treat once in a great while they make me really thirsty. Chocolate makes me thirsty, but lintz, oh that creamy and then the creamy, creamy, creamy. But I ended up purchasing a bag of Ghirardelli squares with caramel inside. Those are, and I was like, who am I? Who is this person? I know you ate an entire uh, scoop of ice cream with me here on the couch the other day. Yeah. And I've never seen that. The only thing I'd seen you devour was rainbow sherbet, which isn't ice cream. Sherbet doesn't count? Sherbet doesn't count. I mean, it has dairy in it, but it still doesn't count. The closest I get to ice cream is a milkshake. Yeah. And sherbet's like an ice pop, but not like a spoon in a cup. That was a heavy serving. Yeah, that wasn't our normal scoop. I always make mine heavier. Okay. Um, it was the creamiest, nicest tasting ice cream. It's not that I don't like ice cream. It's just not what I reach for first. Right. I craving it, and she was like, want me to bring home ice cream? And I was like, coffee. immediately yes (laughs) immediately yes so yep so i'm sober you guys for now kind of no you are i mean i I smell weed but that okay. that doesn't count i mean it does it's it shouldn't it does and it doesn't it still does take away but like i'm also preserving my liver Weed doesn't do damage the way that alcohol does, and I refuse to give up weed. Just, yeah, don't do it. Full stop. You know who, like, lives almost directly behind the North Dispensary? Phil. Casey. (laughs) Katie? Hey, girl. Give me those ditties. I'm so excited you guys get to meet on Friday. You just outed Casey so hard. You just said where Casey lives. okay. I said almost directly. There's a lot of neighborhoods over there. We're not going to say where, but never. any Hooters, her social security number. Okay. <laughs> In case you were wondering. So yeah, that's kind of the update. And I felt like it was important to update the pee. Because, well, why not? I'm going to talk about things and this is what's going on. I want to be a pastor and I'm recovering from being an alcoholic. <laughs> Which, honestly, tracks. Yeah. If you guys actually want to read uh, or follow the ministry that I'm doing by any chance, real real talk, it's holypest.com. H-O-L-Y-P-E-S-T dot com. And I do update the blog. So I have about five entries in there which talk about... My insight to things, or the other day I chased a nun. I wrote about that in there, and it was talking about th- these, this medication change, and where to, where to find God in everyday things, or you know things like that. I don't know how to elaborate on that just yet, but um, that's the truth of so it. But I can still say fuck, and I can still call <laughs> me th- hags. My mom says and all bitches. My mom's like you can't call people hags if you're a minister i'm like i can literally do whatever i want yeah you can literally do whatever you want i, I heard am human being i'm not god right i've heard preachers swear in the church so me too yeah you can just do whatever you want miss that guy <laughs> slash not guy not guy i miss that girl okay i miss you girl today what's the tea Tell me Today what? We saying today is Tuesday. Jesus, well, <laughs> set us all up for failure. I thought today was Tuesday. I missed my cranial sacral point. Here. <laughs> God, I feel like an idiot. So I see this woman that I think I told you this before, but cranial sacral therapy, which... I can get down at my physical therapist, which I can't believe the state bees for, but yeah, that's so wild to me. It's laying with hands. It's like they put their hand under your butt and on top and like sandwich and like somehow use their chi or whatever and tell the body how to repair itself. I don't understand this at all, but I tell you what, I, I walked out of there feeling like so much better. Like for a couple of dates, it did something to me because I had another friend that's like, Psychology? No, because I had a friend that was doing it, with training to do it, and she was kind of a nervous people people pleaser. And so when I would leave there, I never felt, I always felt unsettled. So I was like, I'm not going to do it anymore. um But this woman's been doing it for 18 years, and it was like, I just can't, I can't describe it because I don't know how she did it. It's just probably pressure points. So she's like poking around a little bit, and then right. it's like, your body's telling me that, you know, like your gut health is poor or whatever i'm like yeah or something like that she couldn't know that telling me this is telling me this isn't moving the right way or doing that i'm just like i guess i I can see how that but then i said how is it telling how's my body telling you that she's like practice like that doesn't answer my question at all thank god you're not paying right (laughs) no i mean i don't have to understand it to know that uh, it's it's all afterward yeah and I was I can't tell you how disappointed I was that I missed that a point with today. Because this would have been my second one. And like I can't see her again until December. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I also I also believe in acupuncture. I know it's really helped a lot of people. Of course for me, since my body's so sensitive, it's gonna be a longer road no matter what kind right. of I am looking for, so huh, that's that's the tea on that. We just thought it would be a good idea to catch up with you guys today because you know we had a lot of stories to share and a lot was going on and the holidays are coming up, so we might not have the same kind of schedule as usual. And you know how things being things be crazy, things be crazy. Surprised we all got we all can get together on Friday. Like I said, I moved mountains. No, I know. I had a. I have a client, and that client needs to go to the foot doctor. And I, uh. I moved the appointment. Damn. It's regular cleaning. It's no big deal. Oh. Um, you therapy. Well, actually, I missed therapy last week. He, he called out. So I, I have him tomorrow. Oh. So my whole schedule's mixed match this week. So it's like, one. Yeah. And we're all like... It, it just threw threw me. The other thing that's happening... Unless you have something that's happening, I'd love to hear it. I don't think so. Um Okay, well back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, like I'm on my second day off and it feels great because I've been working nonstop because my boss has been on vacation, but other than that. Oh I was running the entire store basically by myself, so that's fun. So did you get a raise for that? Uh well I did get a raise something a couple weeks ago. Um but it's interesting because I have been there just shy of six months, oh wow, and uh I have accomplished things that people who have been there for four years have not accomplished and it's just it just really shows that like my work ethic actually is paying off because I actually have a job and a boss that cares about me. You do that it's not. Yeah, it's it's the pairing. Like you do have good work ethic, I know that about you. But if you have a poor management and like, and you're in a if you're working in a bad place, right? It doesn't matter how good you are, but like you know, so right, you're in a place where you're valued. Yeah, and it just feels really good, and it feels nice to be recognized for the work that I'm doing. Hey, and you're getting monetary value for that as well, right? I make. Can you be a manager, or is can only the Show the owner and her daughter be the Nintendo Um, only well, not her daughter. Yeah. It's the owner and the other girl that's been there for like seven or eight years. Oh, okay. she's the manager, but because it's a small shop, so it is. It's very small, which is why I don't need to be manager. So I'm what they call like a shift leader. Which oh, okay. When no one else is there, I'm technically manager, but I just want you to be compensated for it. Well, well, I am okay. But, um, while they were gone this past week, because both the owner and the manager were gone, mm-hmm. supervisor, man, she's she's the second person to go to, right? Um, they were gone, and I basically was the one who, like, whenever a customer would say, "Can I speak to your manager?" like, I'd be the person that they would talk to, or like, no things like that. Did you and get any carrots? I actually didn't this week. One woman came in, and do you have carins? Summertime, oh yeah! <gasps> How oh, come I never heard? Oh of like, yeah, I hear about some Karen's at work. Oh my, I there's so many. There's just always people that are never satisfied. And like, yeah, but give me a good one, a juicy one. Um, should I tell you about the guy that stole chocolate? Yes. So Did this you this guy comes in and he. So our, let me preface, our chocolate are in cases that customers can't get behind. Like, only people who are behind can get to it. This is a candy shop. It's an upscale candy shop. And our chocolates are in cases that no one can get to. Like, there's a a key to get into it. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, we don't use the key, but there's a key hole that you need to get into it. Um, It's a really busy day, and this guy comes in. And he, how old is, is he? He was maybe in his 50s. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Um, and he comes in, he looked like he was on a mission. He comes in, Was he goes, hey, can I get one orange cream? I was like, yeah, no problem. And, what We cream. Is that chocolate? It's, it's chocolate with, like, a cream orange. It's, a like dark chocolate with an orange dew. Kinda, yeah, yeah sticky um we weigh all of our chocolates so they're all priced per weight and so i grabbed him an orange cream put on the scale he took it off the scale put it in his mouth walked out the back door what did you do and thankfully i see him get in line to order ice cream oh absolutely not He asked for the He stole that candy and then got in line? Yeah. Yep. He took the chocolate, put it in his mouth. Actual ball. Shoot it, swallowed it, and walked outside and got in line to order ice cream. And when it was his turn to come up... I would have charged him double. So I put the chocolate that he ate, because thankfully I weighed it before he took it off the scale. So I knew what the weight was of the chocolate. I move the person who was cashier at the ice cream register i was like you can move for a second i was like i need to handle this guy and yeah i love that and i stick my head out the window i was like hi how can i help you he's like he like looks and he's like all flustered i was like oh yeah i'm the woman who you just stole chocolate from you said that yeah and he was like oh uh uh okay uh can i get a blah 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 and i was like okay yeah like just so you know i'm putting double of what your chocolate was on your uh Oh, you charged him double of the, just the chocolate, not just the chocolate. It was like two, $2.30 two after tax. And I just I was like, just so you know, I'm charging you double for the chocolate you just stole from me. And he was like, chocolate I stole? I was like, I didn't steal it if if I'm paying for it right now. I was like, you walked away. You walked away, you put it in your mouth, you walked outside of the business, you stole. So now you're paying for it and good for you and I, I was just like okay like i'm not gonna deal with this guy so i took his ice cream order and then i just moved away from Reddisher because i was like i'm not did he pay he paid i'm paid but i was like how dare you was oh, the owner there that he she might have been upstairs did you tell her about it yeah she i told her about it like the second i saw her i was like hey just so you know okay and she goes okay good for you i was like yeah i'm, I'm oh my god oh good for you and You're then the balls to say something yeah I'm usually the only person at work that will say something. That surprises me. Well, we've with a bunch of 16 to 18 year olds. So so it's their first job. They don't know if they'll get in trouble for saying something. I tell them all the time. I'm like, I understand this is your first job. I was the same way that you are at my first job. Like, I understand the feeling. And you'll learn. I said you'll learn to adapt and you'll learn to not give a fuck anymore because you're working a minimum wage job. Yeah. And that's always the mentality that I had, especially going into this new job. I was like, "I never actually even expected to be here for this long. That's true. You didn't I at all. I remember going in getting an application, working the summer, and now I'm making more than more than minimum wage, and I've been there for six months. Really? Yeah. So it's like, wow. yeah, that's pretty good. That's a really good deal. And so literally across the street. Yeah. Which is also why I'm like so scared to if like something ever happens with this building of like I would have to lose that place because I don't have a car. I wouldn't have any transportation to get there like that kind of thing. So I'm like I you just I just live day by day at this point. But you know what? I'm 20 years older than you and I live day by day. Right. Really all you can do. Yeah. When that's the other thing is like I tell the 16 and 17 year olds I'm like. Listen, I was like, this is a minimum wage job. I said, it's not even about minimum wage. It's, this is just a job. Right. It's not your passion. It's not your calling. It's not your career. And during the summertime, don't yeah, during the summertime, obviously you get really stressed out because we're an ice cream shop on the beach. So like, it's, it's just constantly slammed. Yeah. And you get really stressed out. And I all the girls like look at me and they're like how do you go home and like not think about work at the end of the night and i was like um i've had a lot of jobs and a lot of experience in jobs and i've learned to not take home with me what is temporary and i've learned that it's going to be okay if i don't have something yeah like i was unemployed for four months and i was still paying bills like that was the worst four months of my life that's scary it wasn't and i'm that was just the first time it's happened. I know it's going to happen other times in my life. Please? But it's like they look at me and they're like, but you're just you're just so chill about it. And I'm like, well, I I just what else can you do? Yeah. I'm like, you have people. We have a 78 year old woman who works there. Granted, she works there because she has nothing to do when she's home and she's born and She was retired. But yeah. if she hadn't told me that immediately i'm just gonna think how how awful is it that she has to work just yeah. to make ends and, you know what i mean but that is the true story for but people. it is for a ton of people and that's what i look at and i'm like i'm only 20 years old and this is how i am now i look at 50 and 60 year olds still working in jobs like this and them still struggling so it's like i go home and i think okay no matter what i'm still gonna struggle but also i'm still gonna make it as fun and as enjoyable for me as possible as I can right now, like you're working in an ice cream candy shop. It is a cool gig. It's a, it's a fun place to work. The thing about working nowadays, especially since the uh, pandemic happened, is that people really stop to think about what's what what's what is life about. What what is the meaning of life? Right. You watch all those movies like Liar and Liar when you're a kid and. And Jim Carrey can never make it to his kids' baseball game, and you know it's it's all these overworking dads. And then you know the moral of the story is always that your family's more important. But you know the fear that people have, like I, you have Joe, which is really helpful and good. And I lived uh, with roommates for eight years, and there were times that I didn't have those roommates there, like I, I was in between people, and I had to flip that bill alone. Right. And for some of those times, I was unemployed while not having a roommate, and that is fucking scary. But but you make it through. At the end of the day, if you you pick yourself up and you you will switch into survival mode, um, you will you will make it through. Yes, there were days that I had to go to the food bank, and I felt like a piece of shit. And then I realized as people were like pushing more to it on me, like, no, please take this, please take this. It's like, no, there are people out there that'll help. And now I come into a family where everybody expects me to fail all the time. And maybe from the outside, my life might look like that because I don't have plans for X, Y, and Z. But I have started a retirement and you should start early too, if you can. Anybody listening, and it's never too late to just throw 10 bucks a week into something Um, but I do work a minimum wage job. I don't want to be working, but I don't hate my job. I've had other jobs where they paid me more and I hated them. And I just wasn't built that way. And I think, well, people weren't built that way. And I think the idea of hustle culture is slowing down, especially your generations like you guys below us are realizing like, this isn't worth it. Look at, you know, you look at my generation and we can't afford houses. We can't buy ours. And you guys are even worse off behind us. So I hope this is the beginning of the end of corporate greed and that people are finding their ways, ways to make money without going through the top 1%. Right. But never, and I said this even as a kid to some of my friends, I'm like, we should never wake up I had a friend that woke up every single day and threw it before she got on the train to go to work. Yeah. And she didn't want to not work there for a year because it would look bad on her resume. Fuck your resume. Yeah. Who cares? I, I mean, I have done everything ass backwards, but I'll tell you this. Like, I have always had some from somewhere. I've always had housing from somewhere. I make sure to be good to people and have a community and have a team of people that can help me. And- The rest will just come. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I find myself getting nervous for you. Like that, like, mom vibe of like, okay, be careful with your money. Or, oh, gosh, you're doing this or doing that. Or, like, she shouldn't be going on these vacations. I think to myself, like, because I'm scared for you. Because I don't want you to have to do what I've done. But at the same time, I have to stop myself and remind myself, like, no, she's living. She's living. Right. And... As we get older, we we forget the magic of life. You know, you look at the way a toddler looks at life, looks at Christmas or I know birthdays, and like we lose that magic over time. And we're just trying to pay it, to... trying to... just trying to live, just trying to eat. Like you're literally just trying to my, my exist. People, my neighbors, they never took their kid on one vacation. That's sad. We've been living next door to them for 15 years. That kid never went anywhere overnight with his parents. Like not what it's like. If you are alive just to pay someone else, what mm-hmm. is the point? Mm-hmm. So, I kind of watch how you and Joe live sometimes, and I let it be a lesson to me. Like this is how it should be. I'm not saying spend everything down to your laptop. Right, right? You know, um, but you're enjoying your life. You're going places. You're seeing things. You're having experiences. And, you know, over the last five years, I've been able to kind of do that with the help. So I'm, like, moving back home with my mom for a while. I got to go to NASA, and I got to go to Texas and see my friends. I went to Naples and Florida. That trip was paid for by my client. Right. So, like, even though I don't have money or, like, opportunities to experience life will, like, land in your lap. Yeah. Weird ways. And that's what that's what it is important. Yeah. Did that make sense? No, it did. I did, I did. like it was it was repetitive, but but it makes sense. All right. I just remember like being living at my house, and I was like so strapped for cash all the time, and I was sitting with my brother, and I was like, oh, "There's this patio set at Stop and Shop, and it was ninety nine dollars." and he's like, "Why don't you buy it?" I was like, "It's ninety nine dollars. You're kidding." He goes, "Carolyn." kind of too stuck for you yeah and i remember bringing home that patio set and putting it together and i felt like fucking i just bought a lamborghini i was like yeah Yeah, seriously yeah that's how i felt about that chair Uh, yeah it's just that sense but then at the same time like as i'm trying to like be closer to god and deeper in my spirituality i'm trying to also detach from things like i don't need all these things right um, and so I've been doing a lot of artwork lately, and hopefully next month I'll be able to have a show. Yeah, where I can display this art. But yeah, if you guys are out there and you're at a job you hate, fucking leaves and leave and believe, What are you doing? Look, look for something beforehand, but don't don't wait for it to get better. You know, as it sucks, mm-hmm. if you're-, you're doing shit every day. I mean, I did get trapped at a job for three years that I couldn't get out of. I finally got one opportunity and it was a really flimsy one and I took it. And I was fired like a month later, but, but, but you took it. I took it. I got out and I was on unemployment and then my life has been different ever since. Right. You don't owe your life to the man, the man owes his life to you. Mic drop. <laughs> Ref Carolyn how? Oh, Mike, should I go by Pastor Carolyn or rub Carolyn? I feel like Rev Carolyn of like, it? Like so is pastor, but like I feel like pastor is more formal, and you're not formal. No, no, I told you this before, reverend is more formal than pastor. It sounds, to me, not as formal because I never grew up saying a reverend. Ne- me neither did I. Right, I've always said pastor, and when no. I, I don't know, I just think reverend sounds cooler. Yeah, but there's already a Reverend Carolyn in this county. Okay. There ain't a no. pastor Carolyn, too. No, there's not. How do you know? Because I know a lot of these people. Every single church you've looked at and there's not a Pastor Carolyn. No, there's Reverend Carolyn. Pretty soon there's going to be Pastor Carolyn. Moral of the story. Get out there. Do something for yourself. If you don't like your job, leave it. If your family sucks, leave it. Anything Go on that vacation. Yeah, go on that vacation. Anything that's not serving you, get rid of it. Have a friend that's been friends with you for fifteen years that makes you feel like shit. Stop. What are you doing? Stop. If you don't like it, find something else. Do something else, go somewhere else. It's okay to leave a job, it's okay to cut people off. If it's some toxic shit, we don't stand. Amen. Thank you for coming. To my TED Talk slash sermon. Flash podcast. <laughs> slash podcast. podcast and YouTube channel video. <laughs> Dang, there is no video. No, definitely not that. We did actually get a real request for video. Well, you took a video, but I forgot about it. <laughs> I took a snippet of a video because nothing can actually, like, right. record us for that well. We got to figure that out. Coming soon, 2024. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned, guys. We will lot in the next year. Yeah. There's literally there's literally nothing planned, but who knows what will happen. We're making calls, this out as we go. Yeah, why not live for the, the day? The day. The world is your oyster. I think that's it for now, you guys. Thanks, honestly. Thank you for listening. Yeah, if you've made it this far, even if I appreciate you. First one, even if this is your first one, you know what? Come back, and actually, no, go back. Go back oh, with us until easy. all of our other ones. Because I can tell you, most of them are like this. Mm. Actually, I was just gonna say. Every single one <laughs> seems really different. They seem pretty different. Yeah, I don't know what this. This is good though. Listen, we're your internet friends, and that's you're just tuning in to listen to us chitty chat. And sometimes it's about Vogue. Sometimes it's about God. Sometimes it's about my mental health. It's, it come a lot of times, most of the time. <laughs> All right. Keep it real, everybody. Keep listening. We love you. Okay. Thanks. Bye.